Welcome to episode 50 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector and I'm here with my tag team partners, Mark and Raymond. Hola. You. <laughs> so, um, it's been a slow week because there hasn't been no SmackDown. SmackDown's recorded. Every, everyone has flew, flown into um, Australia. Mommy. For Elimination Chamber. So before we go, Mommy. go into predictions or whatever, or we want to talk about who's going to be in the main event or who's going to win the chamber, um, let's talk about uh, Miss Jennifer Peppermint. Is she the the savior that we've been waiting for in AEW? If you guys are not sure what I'm talking about, she's a, a Emmy Award winner writer, and she just got signed to um, AEW, and she's going to be working one-on-one with Tony Khan on working on projects for AEW, writing storylines and everything. So we, they finally got a, a real writer to be there. Is... Is there any hope now? I think it's a glimpse of hope. <laughs> I think they're going to need more than one writer uh, to save the product. Um, it's so crazy. Because I don't think I don't think Tony has enough in him. At, let me rephrase this. I don't know if she has enough in her to write stories for every single person and has his time to do it. And I don't think Tony has the talent to assist with that. Be like, hey, this is where I want to go. Yeah. This is what I want to do and write it out. Uh, so... I think if they hire another one or two, I'm going to say yes. And then, did she start already is my question. And if so, then I'm going to give it like three weeks if she started to see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I, they just announced it. I think it was yesterday. Uh, before I let um, Mark get into it, I, what you just said, Raymond, um, just her, um, Jennifer, and Tony Khan writing stories, I can still see like a Jericho and the Young Bucks, like they're, they're still writing for themselves. Like, they're, they're not going to have anybody tell them what to do. So, it's still, who are they writing for, and who's going to who's going to allow it? I, I just feel like so many people are walking over TK, or just doing whatever they want to do there. But um, then, then there's no hope for AEW, exactly that's like, be the case. They need something, but I don't know. Mark? So, uh, with this... Jennifer Peppermint, again, that'll be experience. Great thing for AEW to have somebody who's, you know, been through it, who actually is a writer, who's somebody who knows entertainment and the wrestling business. Two things. Number one, for those that don't know, Jennifer Peppermint was just named just named in a lawsuit recently <laughs> as a defendant. Anybody hear about this? I, I heard something about I, with her. With WWE, but I didn't get into yeah. it too much. So, yeah, um, a female woman of color was fired, and Peppermint was named in one of as one of the defendants, basically for treating the plaintiff like shit, um, talking down to her. But supposedly, which I find the most interesting part about this is, she was fired because she tried taking an event chair. While her quote unquote white coworkers were able to take chairs without a problem, like event chairs, like at a pay per view. So this was so, no, I don't think it was that recent because Peppermint hasn't been to the company for a little bit. Right. Um, but apparently this is going on, so I felt this was interesting because to bring up. Don't but the other thing is, she was like the personal BFF for, for Sasha Banks when it came to the women's division and stuff. Um, so look at that, Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks. 
um, getting her hand, she probably asked for her to get brought in. So I think that's really there's a power move to get her in there. And I'm sure she's only going to work with the women with the women's division, which again, if that's the case, and it make the women's division better, all for it. But it's something to make Mercedes Monet happy, which we all know how much how I feel about her. So it could work out, it might not work. So here's my question: Is it that she's there to, in your opinion, to sign uh, to write only for Monet, like how The Rock has this guy only writing his stuff, or is it for everyone in AEW? Well, from that long report that they they posted on on everywhere, um, it's, it seems like she, he, she's going to be working with Tony Khan for everybody. But like I said, when they say everybody, I, I can see a Jericho not accepting the help, and and so same thing for the Young Bucks. If you work with the Young Bucks, Young Bucks are writing the story. So hopefully she's sitting down and they're writing stories for everybody. And of course she's gonna make after what I'm hearing from Mark. She's gonna make Sasha Banks look really good. Oh, and if she does, you know what? Good. She finished her story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the women's division needs something, so if she could work on that, maybe they hire her just to work with the women's division, maybe because their women's division has disappeared. So maybe that's what she's there for. And Tony Khan is still stuck with the guys. Which the women's division is there. It hasn't disappeared. It's just mostly irrelevant outside of like two or three names. Where? I don't, where's everybody though? Where's Britt Baker? She, they, they're not injured. Tony Storm and Queen Aminata and Imada. I can't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce them properly. And um, Diona Pirazzo are like the only people that are getting any type of real attention. Everybody yeah. else is just bottom of the barrel. Red Velvet, even with good performance week after week, when she gets her job or matches, nothing's done with her. So maybe this is. To help the division, and you know, if that's the case, I hope I hope it succeeds. I, I think so. I mean, hopefully, because I think Emma Moon is still a Ring of Honor. I think she should be in AEW. But um, but I was she's just, still I, around. She's in Ring of Honor. I think I don't know if she's a I champion. Ring of Honor but, so long. So. Yeah, I I don't watch it at all, but I know she's there, and I think she's probably the most talented wrestler they have right now. And let's not forget that um, Paige is there, and Ruby Riot is, is there. But, but Ruby Soho, at least they did uh, it correctly. And it's, so, she's in a love, a love story with uh, Angelo Parker, which three people care about. So that's good for them. But no wrestling, just a, a, a story <laughs> which everyone's saying there's no stories. But they just don't. They're not bringing nothing yeah, in. It's a story, but you got to make. Oh, listen, okay, I'm going to get into this right now. You could write all the stories you want. People have to care. Yeah, no, I know that. The, like Hector. Honestly, do you care that Ruby saw Angela Parker are having an story right now? No, I skip Honestly. it. I skip it. So, and I've never seen a glimpse of it when I was skipping it. So now that you said it, it, it popped in my head what I saw. But no, it's a fast glimpse in my in my life. Next question, Raymond. <laughs> do you care? Not at all. Raymond doesn't even know who, who, who they are. There you go. No, I know who they are. You know, if Ruby saw what was getting a like, this is back, like you know back in the day at the Attitude Era, you'd have. You know, or you have Chris Benoit putting China on a cross face, or you know somebody attack, you know whatever. You don't. You have guy going after girls. Like, let's think if Angela Parker saved Ruby Soul from like a beatdown or something bad. It's like, okay, there's a story here, you know. But there's just this weird. Did you watch it? Did you watch Dynamite? I didn't watch everything. I watched a good amount though. Did you watch Wardlow's um, promo? 
Yeah, which, and then two weeks from now we won't even see him. So okay, but I was gonna, I was just gonna say that you no, like it. No, it was a promo, but it, okay, it, good. Okay, I thought the same thing. I thought it was a great promo, but it's just a little too late. I think it was like this, this thing in Darby promo was good. Um, the Christian Daniel Garcia stuff was outstanding because Christian. I, I'm, I just I just want to point out. I'm gonna pivot back and forth quickly. I really would like before Sting retires for Christian to come out to stay like Sting on um, your father's dead. Just I just so I can <laughs> because it would be such a great way. And I think it would like obviously it's a, it's a sort of subject of Sting's father literally just passed away. Right. But it would be really great for TV. <laughs> but uh, the Daniel Garcia stuff, people are actually caring about him. Um, that dance is absolutely stupid. But people are caring about him and they might have some momentum here. So there's something to work with. Yeah, I don't care about that. So, question, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a little bit of AEW um, earlier today. I did, yeah, I did seriously. Um, so, what's up with Ric Flair? And, and like, we kind of assumed already he was going to turn bad. Bullshit. Or, do, ter- or turn something on Sting. But he was talking to the Young Bucks, from yeah. what I saw. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned Edge got hurt. And I was like, that really sucks. I mean, it's like almost like the WWE situation with CM Punk. You got this top star, you got a big event, and... You know nothing. Yeah. So is Edge actually hurt though? That's what I was going to ask because I wasn't sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. But um, back back to your first question, Ric Flair. It it makes no sense because right now the Young Bucks' job right now is to get everyone that's old out of the company. That's their mission right now. So to have Ric Flair in their corner makes no sense. So, yeah, it's just it looks stupid. Ric Flair's upset at Sting. For not having him involved more. So now he went to the Young Bucks. So I guess we're going to have to find out in a week or two what's his conversation about. And most likely, but, we're going to see Flair in in their corner. But do you think this is the way? Because remember, Eric Flair did sign a, multiple, a multiple, multi-year yeah. get that out, multi-year contract. So is this a way to keep him in, in the stories? I guess so. But it, it's once again, it's, well, go back to what Mark said. It's a story that... that no one cares about, and and it's because it makes no sense. They spent, I think, two or three weeks talking about how they're cleaning out the company of all the old people and all, all these old legends that are, are taking up the spotlight. And now you're gonna have one in your corner. It just makes no sense. Unless they're gonna super kick Ric Flair. I don't know. But um, we could definitely stay on the AEW topic. Um, let's talk about April six, which is night one for WrestleMania. Um, Collision is going to have a pre-taped show that they're going to tape on Wednesday and still, still um, air it on Saturday to go against WrestleMania. Um, I don't know why they, they do this. Unless you're going to change the time, there's no reason to put this show up against WrestleMania. But um, I, I, I can't even think of what you would do on this show of Collision. Uh, any thoughts? I don't know. I, I think it would be just a waste of time and effort and money. But yeah. Tony Khan got it, so who cares? Moving on. <laughs> um, Forbidden Door was announced. to be. It's going to take place in June at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Um, I love Arthur Ashe Stadium. I love when AEW goes there. And it's, so, it's so close to me. I just prefer if it was a different pay-per-view. I don't really care about Forbidden Door. You could have literally hit any other pay-per-view there and fine. You put the worst fucking one there. Jesus. <laughs> right. And we're o- Okada and Will Osprey will be here by then. 
They're just because gonna, that arena's gonna smell like bo. They're it's just gonna bad. be wrestling their old old teammates from Japan or whatever. So I can't wait for like the weeks leading up to it. you're gonna see these random Japanese people yeah. and Mexicans and all that stuff. And and I'm not sure I'm just and, being serious. And everyone's gonna go, "Who are you? Yeah. Who are you?" And they're, gonna hype, they're gonna hype. They're gonna hype it up because it's, it's going to be uh, Will Osprey's biggest enemy and Okada's biggest enemy when they were in Japan. And now they're bringing them here, and no one really cares. It's going to be a great match, but there's no story to it. No one cares about it. No one really has the time. Like, I watch a little wrestling here and there from different companies, but I don't have the time to follow all Japan every week and see what's going on there, who's over there. So it's it's hard for anyone to understand why this is a dream match. But, yep, that's what's happening in June in Arthur S. Stadium. Are we done with AEW? I think the world is done with AEW. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I set that one up. <laughs> uh, let's go to a serious topic. If you want to talk about Forbidden Door, this is a Forbidden Door. You're not allowed to talk bad about Cody Rhodes. And I might. I'm going to open that door right now. It. Do you guys think Cody Rhodes is a star? And the only reason I say that, it's because he had the same gimmick that he has now. In AEW, he had it. He had the same song in Impact, and there was no Impact. He got some cheers, not, not a loud pop. No one cared about singing his song. That's something WWE did with the fireworks, and they hyped it up. They did the whole WWE magic and, and gave him the big entrance and everything. In AEW, if you remember a year before his big appearance in WrestleMania, he was being booed. They gave two shits about Cody Rhodes. So, if you take away the big machine that WWE is promoting with him, is he really a, a star, or is he just a regular, basic wrestler with four or five good wrestling moves and a cool entrance or? I'll go on the attack on this one. So, Cody, there's a couple pieces. It was the AEW neckbeards and the losers and stuff that were booing Cody all the time. Okay. The people that appreciated, you know, the entertainment aspect, stuff like that, people cheered Cody. People like, oh, really people, I, I don't understand. Like, the AEW fans essentially pushed Cody out with all the booing and stuff. It, 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 like, if you if you think long term, mm-hmm. why would you want to be somewhere that people don't want you? Right. And then, put it in perspective, Dota B is the best in the world at presentation. You want somebody to be a top guy, look like a top guy, they'll give you the platform. All you have to do is execute. And Cody's doing that, and I think Cody's doing that in the super Cena level. Because he's got to the kid. The kids love him. Kids go nuts for Cody Rhodes. Families go nuts for Cody Rhodes. He's a good role model. I mean, terrible tattoo, but a great role model. He's even got a dog. You know, like all these different things. He's got his, his wife, he's got his kid. He's a role model. And the presentation, come on, being a role model, all, the machine behind you, everybody's, he's got the Cena treatment right now. And there's going to be the hardcore neckbeards and the losers and the people with the body odor and the virgins and all them that are going to boom and whatever, just like they did in AEW. But luckily for WWE, you're, you're a global entertainment company. You're one of, Cody is a big star because of all of the above I just mentioned. Now, is Cody to the level of Roman, Rock, all these guys? I don't think he he is, in my opinion. 
but I'm not the I'm not the target demo. You're not the target demo. Raymond's not the target demo. The target demo for the WWE audience are families, children especially to you know obviously at a young age to become wrestling as they go older and stuff like that. Those are the demographics, and he's hitting those demographics. So in those demographics, just like John Cena was, Cody is the top guy and a star. Okay. Um. Before I don't know if Raymond has something to say, just I'll pop one thing out. Um. Austin Theory, if you give him that cool entrance song that people can sing to, and the fireworks and everything, does he become a big star also? Are you asking me or asking I, Raymond? Um. Both. Whoever wants to answer it. Raymond, go first, then I'll answer. Okay. I mean, if they were to put the machine behind the man, then yes, I think he could. Um, he has everything that WWE is looking for. His personality, I don't know, maybe it needs a little tweaking. But um, he would, I think, he would, yes. He won me over this week. Yeah, I mean, because he's, honestly speaking, like, I've seen him, I got entertained, you know, he's kind of funny at times. Um, but if they were to say, okay, he's like, this man was going to do prior to everything happening. Push him, I think, yes, he would be, like, a big star. To answer that question simply. Whenever you, 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 you get mad and you want to slap a reporter, yeah, you won my, my vote. Did you get to see that, Raymond? No. Uh, wait, which one was this? Was this uh, during the interview with uh, Grayson Waller? On some no, 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 no. This was, this was um, as soon as they hit, they landed in um, Australia. They all, each, oh, one, I... each wrestler did uh, like their own press thing. And an Australian reporter basically um, said wrestling was fake. And Austin Theory almost slapped him. Oh, I didn't see that. No, yeah. I, I missed that part. Yeah. I think I said it to you through Instagram while the phones were acting up today. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, that's it for that topic? Or you want, you want to add something, Raymond? No, I mean, everything Mark said was about the, you know, coding part. Uh, I, I Mark kind of said it right on there. Is he is the demographic? He, I would say he's like the early version of Cena, where Cena was starting to kind of take off before he became a megastar. Uh, if the machine continues to pump him, I think yes, he's going to be a megastar soon uh, for everyone. Where everyone's going to want him and they're going to boo him and cheer him like they do for Cena. Um, but he's not at that level of Rock or Cena currently. I think he will get there at some point though. All right, um, let's go into the chamber now. What are your plans of watching it? I'm, I'm good. I'm not watching it until maybe noon or one p.m. That means I'm staying off of social media and I'm just gonna watch it like it's live. But what are, what are you guys up to? I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I, depending on my day, because I technically am on call, so I, I may be able to watch it early. Uh, I may not. We'll early, see. Early, like but what, if I, if they, at five a.m. No, not, well, I mean, if they call me to be, like, at the airport, uh, then yes, you know, because sometimes you have to wait. So, yes, I would watch it live. Okay. Uh, however, if it's something where it's, like, they don't bother me, then, no, I'm going to kind of do what you're doing. Watch it when I wake up because there's nothing in the world. I love WWE. I love Mommy. I love Undertaker. I love all of that. But uh, I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. to watch that. If I was a big Mommy fan, I would wake up at 5 a.m. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I would, too. I'm unbelievable. You know, <laughs> it's not a true big fan. <laughs> She's fighting her hometown. Her parents are going to be front row. Her, her family, her friends, everybody. And you're not going to... Oh. Listen. It's bad you're not going to be there. You're not going to watch it. Mommy doesn't pay my bills. I, mommy doesn't pay my bills. And Mommy's not going to help me get some sleep after the facts. 
Mommy will be okay with me sleeping in and watching the replay. I wonder if, if Buddy's going to be there. I hate you. <laughs> well, it's Raymond's not. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mark? So, I'm watching live. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Bro, I'm going to be up till probably about 1 o'clock in the morning Friday night. I got nothing to do Saturday, so I will get up. I will watch it. Well, I'll be in my bed and watch it because I have a TV in my bedroom. I'll watch it in my bedroom. When it's over, I'm turning the TV off. I'm going right back to sleep for another five, six hours, and my day is going to start. But it's Saturday. I got no work. I got nothing to do till later in the evening. I might as well just go back to sleep. Yeah, I heard, I heard somebody said they were going to start watching SmackDown at 2 a.m. and then go straight into... Now, you see, that's stupid. <laughs> Six hours straight of wrestling. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. Because they would say, well, how are you going to watch SmackDown? Then go to bed and then wake up early. So he was like, he'll just wake up at 2 a.m. and just watch everything straight. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to call BS. I'm going to say it in a nice way. <laughs> BS uh, or Mark. I think Mark is going to try. He's going to stay up to maybe like 1, but pass out and wake up like at 8. And then be like, all right, let me watch it now. I don't think he's going to watch it live. No, my alarm's going off, man. My, my TV's literally right there in front, in front of me. To turn the remote on, boom, done. It, it's simple. <laughs> he's going to turn it on. I, I believe that part. I think he's going to fall asleep after like, the first match. But that's my opinion. Anyway, moving on. Okay. You, guys uh, don't, you guys don't know me like that. <laughs> uh, men's um, chamber match. Who you got? I'm going to go with Drew. I think I got Drew, too. I can't, th- I can't think of anybody else. Like... I don't like the, the the way they set the men's chamber up. I don't see anybody unless you're getting Orton, but an Orton Seth. It, I I don't know. Like I don't know, man. It's just I guess McIntyre is like the only option. Then you screw him at WrestleMania when Priest cashes in. Like does that where you go with that? Yeah, I can see like Sami Zayn interfering. I can say AJ Styles interfere, but um, it all leads to for me on um, Drew winning. I think the chamber is meant this year to set up matches for Mania. Like I think you're, Logan Paul's going to screw LA Knight over, and you're going to have them face at um at Mania. I hope so, because I mean, because I, I I keep seeing AJ Styles mad at um LA Knight, so I can see him do screwing LA Knight. But then if that happens, that keeps him. And I don't think the story with Logan Paul and Kevin Owens is over yet. So, I don't know. Is that still going? Yeah. So it, it, I mean, it, it, it didn't end. It, it, there, there wasn't an ending for that match. Besides the, the cheating with the brass knuckles and then Kevin Owens got caught with it. So, I don't know. I, but, yeah, I see Drew. Do I want to see Drew versus Seth? No. But from the, the choices I have, I picked Drew. Um, yeah, it's not really much of a good selection in there, yeah. to be honest. I mean, looking all, at the they, photo now, they're all top stars. It's just you, now let's be the smart wrestling fan and who's going to be in the main event or whatever versus Seth. I, from that list of top stars, yeah, Drew's the only one that makes sense. And then there yeah. was, there's been a rumor going around that um, CM Punk was going to screw Drew over. So, Ooh. so there's different ways of it. Seems like a lot of people are going to get screwed over. It's just. Who's going to be left standing to win to face Seth? You know, it's not a terrible 
It's not terrible. No, it's not. Because he's bragging. He made a t-shirt that he messed up and ruined CM um, Punk's WrestleMania moment. So CM Punk is going to come and ruin his moment. So here's the question. Uh, we're going to hit pause for a second. So hypothetically, we got Drew versus Seth because that's what's been going on. Right. Randy Orton. What is Randy Orton doing for me? Is my question. Um, from what I hear and everything, no one knows. So you, you have this big comeback just a few months ago. And no one really has a- any idea of who Randy will go against, besides if it was a last-minute move to fight Seth. Do, uh, you... I could see Seth versus Orton, right? Because kind of with your storyline, screws Drew, and then so, and the Drew kind of goes on a detour for a little bit, and then Randy taking his place. So either one, I would say Drew, Randy. I, I don't see LA Knight. I don't see Logan Paul and Bobby Lashley. Unfortunately, I don't know what's going on with that guy. But well, yeah, I don't Bobby see Lashley him. So is going to be. It has to be one of those two. He's going to fight Cross. Uh, they'll probably have a six man tag at WrestleMania. <sighs> well, not excited about it. Well, it's not be excited, but that's what that that's where he's at right now, and I'm pretty sure that's when we're going to see official. It's sad because I love carrying Cross. Yeah, same here. But I just. I don't like the story. Yeah. It's going well, to no. be one-on-one or a six-man tag, definitely, for WrestleMania. If it's a one-on-one, even a six-man tag, they better have some kind of special, never-heard-of stipulation to make it like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Because right now, a regular match, uh, it's not going to cut it, for, at least for me, and I don't think for us. The only thing I can see for Randy Orton is turning him a heel. If, if he's not fighting Seth... He will have to turn here. Maybe he could turn on on LA Knight or. Mm. I even, I, All right. Yeah, what, 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 even like Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. I mean, Orton versus Breaker would be nice. But I just don't know how you get there. Yeah. It's got it. would have to be some type of. Uh, yeah. Something. Orton will have to turn here, and that would be Braun Breaker's big moment to fight Orton. Yeah, I, I think it's a huge miss that they didn't put Breaker on Raw. Because Breaker versus Gunther at Mania and having Breaker beat Gunther would have been perfect for Mania. Yeah. Like, people would have been off the hook. Was Breaker, people are, like, remember, Braun Breaker as a face towards the end of the face when people were very, like, anti-Braun Breaker or booing him and shit. Now he's got some really good momentum. Was it him and, stuff of him and Corbin's been great. Yeah. Like I don't know if you guys saw NXT, but NXT was re- was real has some really good stuff going down there. For the, for that IC title though, I I'm still hoping somehow Gable gets it. <sighs> he just beat Ivar, which is a big guy, so I'm hoping they're trying to make him out. Yeah, know. but they should call him like the Giant Killer and have him start beating up all these giant guys and then take the IC title. Speak, speaking of giants, uh, you. Kind of said that there's a good chance that Braun is going to fight Omas. Yeah. I swear on everything I love, if Omas <laughs> is fighting Braun Breaker and that man loses, He's let, him go, let him go to AEW, go to wherever he needs to go, but let that man go. See, you're not doing nothing with him. He's a waste of talent, a waste of money. Yeah, if, if they announce him fighting Braun, he's he's losing. If you, you're going to see <sighs> you're going to see Braun suplex him and spear him and look like the total badass. <laughs> He's the great Kali 2.0. Anyway. <laughs> Kali at least won a world title. I know. Oh, anyway, moving on. Uh, and, and he was in a movie. 
Longest yard. <laughs> um, <laughs> women's chamber. Yeah. This one is interesting. Yes. Um, because uh, for it. me, uh, there's are several options you got here. You got the best friends. So you got Raquel versus Rhea. I know it hasn't been a part of the story, right? Right now, we're pretty sure it's going to be Mommy versus the man. I'm pretty sure of that. But possibilities of Raquel is a good one. Liv Morgan is a great one. Boo. Bianca Belair. I could see that one as well. But as far as the winner is either the man or am I, I would like to see maybe Bianca Belair because Bianca Belair versus Rhea is also a really good match. Yeah, Bianca's being rumored to fight Tiffany. Uh, they better fix his mania card because I'm not liking <laughs> what I'm hearing so far. I, I would love Raquel, but we need uh, a facelift, uh, a remodel of Raquel, the badass that she was when she was in NXT, that she could go toe-to-toe with uh, Rhea. That they had, like, badass matches that went into the backstage and everything. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I go with um, Becky, the man versus Mommy. Mark? Yes. I mean, it's going to probably be Becky, honestly. I don't want it to be. I still think Liv is the, makes the most sense from a story perspective because Why? Liv's Why? last Why? Beat She's so small. She, she can't compete. We're not going for the but underdog she's also story. the last person to beat Rhea Ripley. you got to understand that has created. Well, well, well if, that, if, that, if that's the case, then Raquel's the, the reason um, Mommy's in, in, in WWE. Raquel is boring. No. She kicked, Sorry, she, she boring. kicked, she kicked and chased um, Mommy away. It doesn't change the fact she's boring. <laughs> Sorry, I don't care if she came back from medical or whatever. She's still boring. She wasn't boring. She, was, she wasn't boring. Yeah, like NXT. NXT. She wasn't. No, she boring. was good at NXT. But named roster, she's been very boring. Like I, I don't care what anybody says. How many times do I have to watch you do the whole stupid back thing? It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid now because me being into fitness and everything, her back used to look sick, and it doesn't. Look at, Recently, it hasn't looked. It, it, she has a regular back. She used to have like a big muscular definition back. She doesn't have well, it anymore. Kinda, it was just like you don't have to do that every damn time. That's a thing, though. But I mean, but it just you have to have it. But um, yeah, live. Uh, she just whines and whines and whines and whines. But they're entertaining matches, though, and good storyteller. You're entertained for different reasons. She's also the nicest human being on earth, too. <laughs> Listen, I support those who appreciate the support. Liv Morgan's the the opposite of Sasha Banks. But it's not even just about her signing stuff and being good to the fans. Of course, that's a good part of it. But Liv it's herself, I'm more entertained by a Liv Morgan match than Ra- Raquel Ra- um, Rodriguez, Gonzalez. Is it, It's Raquel Rodriguez, right? On the main roster? Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it, yes, was, it was Gonzalez. They, they switched it, yeah. Right, yes, I, I was saying, yeah, they switched it. So, like, again, Bianca does make sense, too. Not even going to lie. Bianca makes sense also. But I just don't know. I think I think the Tiffany Stratton thing, I think, is, is going to happen because there's always a match or two developed from the chamber that goes on to me. I think Bianca versus Stratton is going to be like, oh, I'm 
you know, holier than that, or she eliminates Bianca for some reason. Bianca gets upset with her. So something's right. gonna happen yeah. in that in that regard. Yeah. And and plus, I really want that T-shirt that says "The Man versus um, Mommy." That's definitely a T-shirt I'm looking forward to. It's probably the biggest money match they got, so it wouldn't make it wouldn't make sense if they didn't go that yeah. route, though. You know. Um, basin water effect. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. Um, some have rumored that this would be the main event because of a special ending, or is it just simple as Cody Rhodes just saying Seth is going to be my shield, or does this turn into a tag team against Jimmy and Solo? I don't know. Different choices. Is this just going to be something in the middle of the pay-per-view, like I said? Or is this going to be something bigger that leads into the Bloodline story with Roman and The Rock? Rock and Roman attacked. So Rock and Roman sneak into Australia without anybody seeing them? Roman was advertised for Australia. You know that, right? Yeah. And then there was like an interview. Then I think they took him off. So I don't know. They took him off on purpose. And then I remember there was an interview, and Roman was like that he won't be there. He has no intention of being there. He doesn't want to be there. So I don't know if that's part of the story or what's going on with that. As of right now, he's not listed. CM Punk was, but once again, I think he quietly, they took him off the list with the injury. So, like, we can see a whole bunch of surprises, or do, do, do you, um, I understand it's Australia, and they want to hype up Australia. And there's always the rumor that Australia was paying extra money for the for the Rock to be there, and that 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 also died out. Since it, you're trying to hype up and give Australia an awesome experience, do you give this like a big pay per view show, like a have the Rock or CM Punk's surprise show up, or do you just keep this as what what's on the card is what you're going to get? I think it's, it's what's on the card is what you're going to get. I, I hope they don't screw Mommy out of an opportunity to meet main event or show because she put a lot of work in the past year or two, and I think she deserves <laughs> to have a main event spot. I do. Think about it. Because if you go back to WrestleMania 36, and she won the uh, woman's title from Asuka, she she was like at a, uncomfortable in her own skin. Like I feel like she wasn't – her mic skills wasn't that great. Uh, so, and I and I even commented a few times. I'm like, you know, she needs a little bit of work, a little bit more confident, maybe uh, to study acting a little bit so she can get her words out because uh, she stumbled a few times as well. And to see her today with, you know, being the women's champion, yes, you know, it's almost like Roman Reigns where she hasn't defended all the time. You'll get that. But I feel like she's come a long way, and I think she deserves that spot. So you have Mommy as, as the main event for Australia. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think she should get it. She's on the cover of everything that they're doing down there because I know someone that just went down there and they told me that she's everywhere. Right. So I, I'm assuming she has to be the main event. She has to be. I hope they give her a really cool entrance, even if the live band is there. Or, or something I hope like so, that. too. That'd be cool. But yeah, so if that's the main event, then, then it's exactly what you said. What's on the card is what you're going to get because I can't see a big surprise happening in the middle of the show. With the bloodline or anything, Mark. I mean, which, which, what do you want me to dissect? There's a couple of things, <laughs> or whatever, you, whatever you want to add to it. Well, I don't think 
she's going to be. I don't think Rhea is a main main event for Mania because what the rea- they're going to have obviously the Cody Roman as night. I I really think we're getting night one Cody and Seth versus Rock and Roman. I really think we're getting that night one. I'm more and more confident of that now. So you you think they'll have a fight twice? Yes. I don't. I don't want to get too much to Mania because we 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 we'll add extra thirty minutes, huh? But there's a reason why. If Rock and Roman win, the main event for Night Two becomes Rock versus Roman. Cody loses his main event. If Cody and Seth win, then they'll figure out another stipulation. Like, for example, like. Seth gets the rock or something. I don't know. Because Seth wants to face the rock while Cody takes on Roman. Like, I'd have to figure out something to, to make it work. Cody and Seth win. The bloodline is banned from ringside for Cody versus, versus Roman. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they could do that. And I think that's how you can satisfy getting the rock and roll. Like, you get the rock in the main event spot and all. And I think people would eat that up. No, no, I get it. What I would say was, like, that's one theory. I I I could come up with like three more. I'm pretty sure Raymond has like four more in his mind. We could add an extra thirty minutes or an hour to this episode and just talk about that. So, but do you think Rhea is going to main event Australia? Um, not her versus Nia Jax. Okay. So so you have so you're gonna make um, Raymond cry right now. She's not gonna main event Australia, and she's not gonna main event WrestleMania. Well, it's Nia Jax. Okay, no, I'd say so. Raymond, I'm sorry. If it was Rhea versus Bianca, she made it. This becomes the main event. You know what I mean? It's just who she faces. It's not Rhea's fault. Gotcha. So if we're gonna go to Mark's world right now, if Rhea is not the main event, then I say the Cody and Seth segment is the main event. Because how do how do we end the show and wrap it up? We go with, with mommy. Fight in her hometown and have everyone cheering, or we have Cody and Seth doing something big, or a big shock that Cody and Seth gets jumped or something. But you end it with something big. You're not just gonna end it with Drew raising his hand. So it's Cody, Bloodline, or Rhea. I'm gonna go with mommy always. So, (laughs) but you're not gonna watch it live. So don't. You're not always with her. Mommy's in my dreams too. Just, <laughs> just, I, I, just, I just won't be watching a lot. That's what a, co- a comeback. She's in my dreams. <laughs> She's a demon in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. With, 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 with that being said, Mommy's in his dreams. If you have nothing else to add, let's wrap it up. Just what dreams? Wait, what <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Save the world, uh, Raymond. Save the, the world. Podcast. All right. So I'm going to kind of sidetrack, but kind of save the world at the same time. As we know, Rhea, uh, not Rhea, I'm sorry. Uh, Raquel came back, and um, she's a very nice person. I had an opportunity to meet her through Mania Club with time, money, effort. I was able to do a dolphin swim with her. And I remember at one point the dolphin was coming at me, and I hid behind her. And she's like, are you hiding? Don't hide behind me. And, you know, I had that moment with her. Um, so to see her back was awesome. Uh, again, with Mania Club, you could do time, money, and effort. They have special events. They just did a special event uh, yesterday and the day before where they did um, golf, and they also had an opportunity to do uh, 
what do you call those rooms? Uh, breakout rooms. I forget what you the call those. Escape that, rooms. That whole... Yeah, there you go. And they did an escape room with like two or three people from NXT. So Mania Cup does pay off when you do time, money, and effort. And then also, please check out Give Give Kids the World. Awesome organization that helps kids with cancer and pays for the family to come down to Florida and spend time at the theme park and have a great uh, time down here. So please check them out as well. Mark? Um, um, what a shout out? No, um, big event, March 16th, the big event wrestling convention over in Brentwood, New York at a Suffolk, uh, was it Suffolk Community College is the location, if I'm correct. Um, they're having a lot of big names going to be there. Kurt Angle, Basie Keebler. Mandy, I char- I charged somebody fifty five thousand dollars for something on my OnlyFans Rose. Um, a lot of good. Listen, somebody actually paid that. I still, I still. You know, actually, I was gonna say I can't believe it. Then I realize a lot of wrestling fans what they do and willing to spend five hundred dollars on a championship belt, but don't know what deodorant is. So I'm not surprised. I actually thought it would be a lot more money than fifty five thousand. But anyway, um, a lot of superstars, former. Um, current some AW guys like Lucha Lucha Brothers are going to be there if I'm correct. Gary the King Waller, uh, a couple members of the Radicals, Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, Dawn Marie. A lot of good names going to be there. March 16th, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. They've always run a very good convention there, and last time it did not smell at all. It's in the same venue again, so it won't smell again. Now you jinxed the Lord. Now you jinxed it. What? Now you jinxed what? it. It's going to stick oh, now. That place was huge and it was great ventilation. Like, unless somehow the day of the ventilation breaks down and, and, it's, and it's like when we're all sweating like whores in church, we're going to be okay. It was a cold day. There was breeze going in. It's going to be warmer now in March. March 16th. It's going to be cold. Like, I don't understand. Why does everybody say when March and April, oh, it's going to be like 70 degrees? When is it ever 70 degrees in, in March? Come on. This time, because you jinxed it. It's going to be like 90 now and no one's going to take a bath. Thank you. All right, so it's on yeah. Everyone that listens to this podcast, if somehow it smells when you go to the big event, blame me. Like, literally just right, like, just blast me all over social media. Oh. Mark, Mark is the reason for that. You forgot those two good-looking guys are going to be there. Oh. Uh, you and me. <laughs> um, I mean, I, am I having a cable there? Am I, am I, <laughs> am I signing autographs? Am I, am I taking photos? Hey, the, I mean, last, I, the last time we went... um. You got stopped a lot of times, so... Okay, shut up. Yes, I know. I know. I did get stopped quite a bit. Listen, so, I can't help it. You, I want a Wheel of Fortune. You, you, I can't help it. I'm a Wheel of Fortune star. You might as well I have, have a table. I, I think you should, you should have a table and say Wheel of Fortune star. You know what the sad part is? I feel like a few people actually would pay for me, and I, I'd be embarrassed so. that people would actually pay for me. They were coming today. Can you sign my wheel? No, they'd be going to <laughs> take, take photos and, like... All of a sudden, posting a poor wheel of fortune, I'm gonna be like more embarrassed. The fact that I actually agreed to do it, <laughs> uh, but no, it's true though. Hector, Hector's on point. I mean, I did get stopped quite a bit. I think I had more business than like a third of the of the, of the talent that was actually there at the big event, which is kind of sad. <laughs> so wait, I, I need to understand. So you're telling me that they actually recognize you from the wheel of fortune? There, there, a lot of there are crazy people, people out there, Raymond. Okay, no, I'm just curious. Friends, like people that like have seen me on social media. I'm yeah. like, hey, Mark, how's it going? I don't know what the fuck your name is, but you stopped me. <laughs> yeah. So hey, I'm good, and I just keep I, walking, and I'm like, I have taken. I think this happened. Like even when I was with my girl, when her and I went to Barclays for 
on Monday Night Raw back in December. Obviously, it went over right into Hector as well. But I got stopped by a few people, and she's looking at me like like I'm king of the freaking idiots. You know, <laughs> <laughs> these are, these are my people. Yeah, I know. Well, like, uh, my real subjects are, are are praising thee as as he walks the venue. Yeah, you know, it's that's just the the way it is. I mean, it's not everybody. I don't know. I, I just find it funny. It is funny though. Like I, you will see me. It's it's weird. It's weird and, and scary because like, when my workout with John Cena, I get stopped, and and people want to um take pictures with me. And the most scariest moment was someone knew my name. Like I think they said my name one time in the video, and this and the video was done maybe like eight years later, and the guy knew my name, and he was like, "Oh, heck, that you changed." I said, "I watched the video about," and it was just very crazy that this person knew my name just because of this workout video and he wanted to take a picture oh. with me and all of that so this is how the wrestlers feel so <laughs> well, they, well they, i mean they, a wrestler their name is said all the time for some guys to be screaming freaked out by people at, at a non-wrestling event me walking at an outlet store with my son having a guy that i remember passing by because he was staring at me and i after like four stores down was chasing me down screaming my name because he wanted to take a picture that was my closest. Sounds like me chasing mommy. Yeah. And I'm sure she'd be just as freaked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mommy loves me. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Well, if, 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 listen, if the feeling was mutual, you'd be in Perth. Well, at least wake it up at 5 a.m. Well, I could at least watch it live. Uh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Mark and uh, Raymond. And all our supporters, listeners, thank you for following us, listening to us, downloading everything you do to share our posts, stories on, on social media. Keep it up, please. Thank you, and have a great day.